Welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, with my special co-host this week, also known as Kid One. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bleep out your name later. Okay. So it might sound like you're swearing a lot tonight, but anytime you mention a kid's name, yeah, I'm just going to censor that out. Okay. That'll make it easier on you. Okay. All right. So the big question, we usually lead off with a certain question every week, but I got another question for you right off the bat. Yeah. Where is your mother? She has no voice. Once again, she has laryngitis. Her voice is gone. She also has a double ear infection. Is that what that is? What, laryngitis? Yeah. Yeah, it's an inflammation of uh, in the throat. Isn't that one of the goalies? Didn't one of the goalies have that like in November? I don't know. I'm their hockey coach, <laughs> not their personal pediatrician. <laughs> But at any rate, your mother has no voice and feels awful. And I didn't want to take another week off from doing podcasting. So you're here. We switched up the topic uh, because we were either we actually had it. We were going to just depending on how we felt, we were either going to talk about an exercise topic or a behavior analysis topic. Neither one of those really fit for you. So I had a backup topic that we're going to do at some point with you. So we're going to do that tonight. Okay. we're going to get into that. But before we do all that... What are you drinking tonight? Verner's. What is Verner's? Because I know what Verner's is. But if someone's not from Michigan, they might not be familiar with this product. Verner's is a ginger ale that is made in Michigan, and it is aged in barrels. What kind of barrels? Uh, Wooden. Okay. And what's so special about this, this ginger ale? It's only made in Michigan. Used to be only available in Michigan for a long time. My uncle used to uh, work for Alaska Airlines, and every time my aunt came out to visit family, he had to bring one extra suitcase and load it up with Verner's. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm... Um, I mean, a lot of people who didn't grow up around here go and try it, and they're expecting like a Canada Dry or a Seagram-style ginger ale, and that's not what it is. If you're not from Michigan, the Verners will get you when you first try it. And the make, vapors, the vapors from the Verners. And that's why kid number four can drink it without coughing and when she first sips it. You drink it without coughing now. Sometimes. Sometimes. You've also spent, what, half your life, more than half your life in Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. What are you drinking? I am having green tea with lemon in it. Okay. Because we're recording a little bit earlier than we normally do. Usually your mom and I like to enjoy a nice cocktail when we do these. Like Not quite the same just sitting down here with you. Plus, I got stuff to do yet today. Yeah. And you're tired and we're not going to stay up late just to podcast. Yeah. Yep. So let's keep moving on. How's your week been going? Good. What'd you do this week? It's the first week back from spring break, so that's fun. You sound so <laughs> thrilled to be back. <laughs> But you know what? It's also the first week of spring hockey. Yeah. How's spring hockey going? I mean, I know you played a little bit while all the other kids were off because you go to the adult, the beginner adults, and you hop in while they shoot pucks at your face. Yeah. Um, as you're proud of your little badges of honor, all the puck marks on the white cage you have on your goalie helmet. <laughs> and but on the jersey. On the jersey, too. You got mad when I washed your jersey. It needed it. It smelled. <laughs> but spring hockey has started. Yeah. Your brother is now in the same age group as you. You're both peewees. You 12. Yeah. Why you seem bummed? Except for now he gets <laughs> to shoot at you a lot. It was fun. Yeah. You had practice actually last night. Mm-hmm. And who was there? 
The Broncos. The Broncos. For people who are listening to this and going, why are the Denver Broncos out on the ice rink with little kids? Who are the Broncos? The Broncos are the are the, uh, they're the hockey team for the Western Michigan College University. Yeah. Western Michigan University. Yeah. WMU. Yeah. So a few of their varsity players came on down to help the little kids and help out the coaches and run the drills. There and... was a drill they had where um, it was a one-on-one, and the first person to get the puck got to be on offense. And, and usually when the coaches run this one, we we dump the puck in. We like either kind of lob it, like almost like a alley-oop basketball term, or, or we fire it down into the corner, and then the yeah. two players go down, and they, they dig it out and fight for it. The college kids didn't have it. And then they go, whoever gets it first is offense. Whoever doesn't has defense, and they go, they try to shoot at the goalie. It's kind of mm-hmm. boring for the goalie. Not when the college kids are running that drill. Mm-mm. What'd they do? The, um, so they, the person who is running the station, um, he asked if the players were ready, and then he told the goalie to go into a butterfly, and then he shot the puck at us, um, and it was low, so it bounced off our pads, but it was really fun. And then once they bounced off, they had to go fight for it. One was offense, one was defense, and then you had to hop back up and do your 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 goalie yeah. stuff. At one point, they could... They, they As I like lost, to tell Coach Dan, you had to go stop the puck with your face. Yeah. At one point, they got the puck stuck, and he started screaming... Fight for it, fight for it, fight for it. Nice. <laughs> it was funny. And for people who aren't familiar with hockey goalies, when you say going down in your butterfly, it's not like when you put the bottom of your feet together like a runner and like no. wiggle your knees. What is a butterfly for you? It's where you go on your knees and you spread your legs out. And um, it's what a look. If you go on Google and you search up goalie, da- goalie on the ice, you'll probably find it. Yeah. You're down on your knees. Yeah. But your body's up, trying to be as big and take up room as you can, your arms out, and then you mm-hmm. swing your feet out sideways. Yeah. So you make kind of like a T with your body, the legs being the like an upside down T. The legs are the bottom of the T, mm-hmm. and then the, the vertical part is your torso. Yeah. My legs are so used to being like that. Once somebody thought my legs were broken, because I was sitting like that... I was sitting on my stomach with the le- my legs in the air, and they were positioned apart like they would be in a butterfly. And the person in my group asked, are your legs broken? Overall, though, did you have fun? I mean, you had that last night with the Broncos, and the night before you had goalie clinic, which was the entire ice covered in goalies of all ages, from the little, little guys who are adorable on up to the high school goalies yeah. and the goalie coaches. Yeah. So you've had, a, you've had plenty, and you got... Um, you got a game coming up this weekend, too. Yay! And I haven't heard if they need you for the adult hockey yet or not. I mean, there might be plenty of plenty of hockey in your near future. Yeah. They sometimes tell us on the, at the last second. Though. Sometimes, but we only live a few minutes from the rink. Are you having fun? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And you picked up at least one more girl. I mean, there were a lot of goalie girls out there for the goalie clinic, but last night there's at least one new girl up in the age group that came up with your brother. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. So you're just, you got a girl party over in the mm-hmm. locker room. You guys are all chit-chatting, and all the parents are standing out like, are they ever going to come out? I got out, yeah. I got out, um, yeah, I got out yesterday before kid number two. I was very happy about that, and he got Well, that's because there weren't any chairs, so kid number two was having difficulty. He, 
he had pulled his stuff out of the locker room. And so he's trying to change just next to the glass with no chair. And it's, I mean, it takes a little balance there to try to do all that. Mm-hmm. So it took him a little bit longer. It's all right. We got to go home. We had dinner. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. We had chicken for dinner. We did. We had hot chicken for dinner. Yeah. Spicy chicken for dinner. We needed to have some pickles with it. Where were the pickles? Were they in the fridge? Or were they in the trash? <laughs> they were not. <laughs> they were in the fridge. But you guys were all so hungry, you just attacked the chicken, and you had mashed potatoes, and... I made the mashed potatoes. I think there were veggies there somewhere. I don't know. No, they weren't. We just had chicken and tater. Yeah, that's that's not exactly a nutritious dinner, but I think every like it was, like, what, 8.30? It's like, eat something and go to bed. <laughs> and I was running off to make phone calls, because everyone, as soon as we came out of the rink, my phone just blew up because it doesn't get any signals in there. Everybody had been texting me and needed stuff. Um, so it was quite the night. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, tonight will be a little more relaxing, although we got to do this episode and then hopefully feed you guys because then you have Taekwondo and I'd rather feed yeah. you before Taekwondo than after because grandpa gets mad when you guys show up with no energy. Yeah. Yeah. Also last night, um, I checked to make sure that my partners for a project got their parts done. Um, and they didn't. So I had to, so I had to stay up later and get their parts done for them. Oh. <sighs> I was not happy. Group projects are the worst. Also, when you don't get to pick your partners. Well, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna save that for a minute because we're gonna get to all that. Okay. How did your week of hockey go? My week of hockey was interesting. It was not as crazy as the week before, where I played four games in a row. <laughs> but uh, Sunday night, I had to go early to the rink and drop you off and actually hang out and watch you play against the adults. And then I played in the 40 and over league game right after that. Yeah. And we lost. <laughs> and then uh, I had just had to hang out. Luckily, your mom picked you up and took you home yeah. because I was there and I had to hang out for two games worth. And then I played in the last game of the night in which we lost on the scoreboard three to one. It was a really good game. Uh, that last goal came in right at the very end. Uh, it's like one or two seconds left. Well, within the last minute. Oh. But um, they beat us that way. But then when I went to go on Monday, put in the score sheets and put because I'm the commissioner and put in all of the uh, everything and check and make sure subs matched up and everything. I looked down and I go, wait a minute, something's not right here. They had a substitute goalie. Uh, the way we do it in our league is you've got to report who's on the ice and that's for insurance and liability and COVID contact tracing and all those things. Um, so you cross out who's missing and you, if you have any subs, you write them in and that way we can, I, we, me can go back and check the rankings and make sure everyone's at the proper level. And if it's not somebody on the ineligible, the sub list and all that stuff, I can just check, check it out while I look down and I'm like this guy didn't play goalie. It was, it was actually coach Dan. Was in net. I mean, the goalie he was replacing has a last name that's four letters long. His name is not four. Last name is not four letters I long. I can't pronounce Coach. We're Dan's we're not going to get name. say his last name on here, uh, but it does go uh, basically almost elbow to elbow. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite that long, and if he's listening, he'll crack up. <laughs> uh, but he played, and he played great. Uh, but we have it right in the rules that if you play with an illegal, if you don't report your subs. They're illegal. And if you play with an illegal sub and you win, the result is flipped. It's basically a forfeit. It's a, a one nothing victory for the other team. So it became a one nothing victory for my team. 
So technically I won, um, but we didn't play like it. And then on Monday, uh, so that was the C League. And then on Monday... Uh, you still ended up with your one goal. I know. I had a goal <laughs> on Coach Dan. That was after he, uh, one of them got waved off because one of my players was interfering with him. Mm. Well, I mean, he was, and Coach Dan was right, and so was the official. But I got one in on him later in the game. <laughs> it was not an amazing goal, but it was one that went across the goal line and off of my stick. So. Yeah. You know, it's like I told somebody in a different game. If you play enough games, you're eventually going to get some goals. Kind of like if I do this long enough, I play enough games against Coach Dan, once in a while something's going to slip past him. Yeah. But usually he blocks all my shots. Uh, Monday afternoon, though, I got a text from one of the AB captains, and I haven't played AB league hockey. I mean, I'm the commissioner. I run that league. I observe their things. I do scorekeeping for them, but I haven't played in that league in about two years, actually a little over two years. Uh, they're younger, they're faster, they're better. It's just not my level of play. But they, they needed somebody, and they asked me to come in and play, so I did. Uh, luckily, I'm in better shape than when I played in that league before. So I was able to like not embarrass myself and kind of hold my own. Uh, I did score a goal in that game, too. That's good. That was fun. Nice backhander. And then, I, and then I also hit the post and narrowly missed the net on a few other nice shots that would have had a great chance because the goalie was out of position. So that was my week in hockey. I played in all three leagues. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're going to have an interesting conversation tonight. And so the topic is middle school. Mm-hmm. And before all our listeners go, we don't care about middle school. Yes, you do. Because middle school is almost a microchasm for life in general. And I'm just was also thinking when I came up with this topic and we threw it on the board as ones we want to get to eventually. I was thinking about some of the the adults I have in the adult hockey leagues who treat it like middle school cafeteria <laughs> and popular popularity contests and just the rumor mill and everything else. It's like, get over yourselves. I didn't enjoy middle school when I was in it. Actually, I was in a junior high. It was seventh and eighth grade. Uh, I did not enjoy sixth grade. I did not like 7th and 8th grade too much either. I didn't enjoy the little friendship, pseudo-friendship politics and all the crazy stuff that goes on in that middle school, junior high age range. And it's difficult because everybody's growing and changing. And yeah, I didn't enjoy it back then. I don't enjoy it when adults act like that now. Uh, And you see that kind of thing develop in a lot of different organizations and businesses. Your mother talks about um, at work. Not she doesn't she actually does not talk about her clients, but every so often workplace politics and dynamics get mentioned at the dinner table. Yes. And that kind of thing happens other places. You remember other places I've worked or even in coaching, I'll bring up those kind of workplace dynamics. There's a lot of that that relates back to middle school. And you happen to be in middle school. What a coincidence. I know. What grade are you in? Six. Sixth grade in a middle school, sixth through eighth grade at your school. Yeah. So we are going to talk about middle school tonight. And we're going to talk about middle school dynamics and communication and all of that. And for those of you who were initially going, no, this one's not for me. Yeah, it is. Stay tuned. So let's do a little segue music and we'll get started.
Kid one. Again, as we go through this, if I mess up and I call you by your real name because you're my daughter and that's just what I'm used to calling you, yeah. or a, you mess up and you say one of your siblings' names or one of your friends' names or some other kid's name and possibly even some of the teachers, I'm just going to bleep it out later. Okay. That'll make it easier to speak. I mean, try because it saves me time in post-production, mm-hmm. but just do your best. Okay. Okay. So let's roll right into this. This year, you had all sorts of transitions kick in. Not only are you now attending middle school, it's no longer elementary school. You're over middle school, changing classrooms, lockers, all that. And Not of course, so much lockers. well, on top of that, it's COVID year. Yeah. But we also changed school systems. So there's a lot of changes there. You changed from one school system to another. We, we didn't move. We still live in the same town. Yeah. But you went from one school system to another. Whether you had stayed in that other school system or at your new school system, though, you would have been changing buildings, mm-hmm. changing educational dynamics, because before you sit in one classroom, and if there is some other teacher, they probably come to your classroom, unless, except for like gym, art. But now you go to those other classes. Yeah. Yeah. But on top of that, you had to make new friends. Mm -hmm. So first off, how is this different? And try not to get dive too much into how the two school systems are different. But how is middle school different than elementary school through your perspective of an 11-year-old sixth grader? Um, It's a little bit more fast-paced. I think for um, the other people in my class, it might be a lot more fast-paced, just because of this, maybe just because of the different schools. Maybe, but you don't know what their elementary school was like yeah, because yeah. you went to a one in a different system. Yeah, uh, you went to a Catholic school. Yeah, it uh, there, uh, <laughs> there's um, it's not all interjoined by like a random map with with classrooms every which way there's like a hallway for the sixth graders there's a hallway for the seventh graders there's a hallway for the eighth graders and how is and that then, how is that different than elementary school elementary school was just a hodgepodge of everybody was there everywhere was a bun- there's like a big like lab there's like a bunch of hallways everywhere and they just stuck random classes everywhere kind of okay they, they, so this is more organized now in the in terms of layout yeah there are still some other hallways. They just lead to, like, exploratory classes. Okay. And, like, the gym and the band room and the art room. and the. In terms of number of kids per classroom. Now, granted, I know you are changing <laughs> classes. Not, not in the total school, because that's not fair to hold the, the size of the public school relative to the, the yeah. private school. But when you're sitting in a classroom where it's one teacher and a room full of students. Mm-hmm class size numbers um the same or different Different. similar different how many kids were in your fifth grade classroom not your fifth grade class not both and there was only two classes but in the room with you and your one teacher you had how many kids were in that classroom roughly 15 and how many are in um your homeroom class now 22 okay so that's a difference of seven yeah that's not huge difference, but it is different. Yes. It's in, it's big enough where where we social distance and we there are we have desks in the science classroom that are meant for two people to sit out and one person gets it. And like people have to sit at there's one person at each little lab table and she's in the lab tables are normally two big black tables. 
uh, that she's combined, and she had to separate them so that there could be, like, two long black deaths for people. Okay. And then we still had to have enough for, like, other groups to sit there. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Actually, it's 21, because somebody moved away a couple, like, right before it, uh, on but it's not like yeah. it's 30 where it's double. No. Obviously, for most of your classes, it's the next step up because it's the next grade level up. But what about like band? How is band different? Band is different because the band room has like three parts to it. Interesting. At maybe. At your old school, where did you do band? The, the small little tech room that they built out of an old uh, uh, like storage room oh my i bet the acoustics were wonderful in there oh yes it was very creaky in there kind of creaky no it just sounded weird in there maybe that's because you guys are were fifth grade band students and it's really creaky and squeaky coming out of your instruments and then bouncing off the room that was not designed to be it wasn't creaky i said the wrong word okay squeaky yeah okay all right, so you've got three... The band room actually has three components or compartments to it. Yes. What What are the three compartments? So there's the big main room where everybody's supposed to practice together. Um, and then there's a small little, like, room with, like... And there's wa- lockers along the walls for the brass to put their stuff in. Then there's another room with more lockers for more brass instruments and stuff. Where uh, and then there's like a little hallway so that they can walk in and that's where the percussion stores all the metal bells and stuff. And then there's another relic. It's kind of small in there, but it's big and it feels like really roomy in there. And it's in where the percussion uh, practices, but it's not just the percussion because sometimes like different sections will go back there and practice. But it's like a... Because we have two teachers. Small group. uh, Yeah. You guys can section out. Next year, I think that the percussion is supposed to have that room to their self. So that would be Very nice. I get to learn By the way, if you had not changed school systems, do you know where in sixth grade you would have been practicing uh, for band? Yeah, the other side of the cafeteria. Yeah, the back end of the cafeteria. Another room that does not have great acoustics. It's separated by like... That's where and I had band practice growing They up. have, like, one of those gigantic, uh, in movies, they have, like, those little, like, por- per- perforated, uh, foldable, like, changing things. Screens, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they ha- they separated by a giant one of those that's blue. Partly, yes. Kind of. Yeah. All right, so clearly some differences. There's differences in the classes uh, for the number of classes because there's more students. And oh, I don't have to take my uh, practice kit to school anymore. That's, that's true, fun. too, because they have equipment there for you. Yeah, they have snare pads and a bunch of bell kits. Uh, they even have, like, uh, drum kits that you can use for when you march. They have drum. They have extra sticks. Do they have full-on, can- like, rock and roll drum sets? They have, they have one of those, and we're going to get to learn it in 7th grade, and I'm super excited. That's awesome. You going to start a garage band after that? I don't know. I don't think so. Why not? I might. I don't know. You might. Be a drummer. Yeah. What's your favorite class right now? Uh, Band. Okay, what's your second favorite? Art. And art's part of what they call the wheel, so every quarter you have a different class. So what were the classes on the wheel? So... There, I started with skills, which is basically you learn how to deal with like social issues and stuff. Okay. 
Then I had design thinking, which is like a wood shop class, except we didn't get to work with wood, which is sad. Do you get to do that in like seventh and eighth grade? Yeah. But the fact that they have a wood shop. Yeah, and it's big in there. Do they also have a metal shop? Or just they wood? work with they. There's a bunch of metal. There's another section of the wood shop room where you work with metal and stuff. Nice. There's a welding machine. There are 3D printers. Uh, do they have a CNC machine? What's that? Can, you design something in CAD and it'll cut it out of metal. They might. I don't know. I know they have 3D printing and rapid prototyping over at the high school. They might. I don't know. We didn't really get to explore. I know the guy that teaches that. I think you do too. Huh? Oh. Dad. All right, so that was that was two pieces of the wheel. You had the social skills, the design thinking. What was the one you just finished? The one I just finished was tech, which is, it's like, it's an intro to computer programming. Groovy. So I think we've established this is definitely different than elementary school for you. Yes. There were some changes that had to go on. You also had some changes because you changed school systems. One, no more uniforms. Yeah, that's fun. I get to Why is it? Because I get to wear whatever I want, and I could show up to sweatpants and a hoodie. And like nobody, you did today? Yeah, I did. Um, nobody cares. Also, I've noticed that every single class has, it's not really a dress code. Every single class dresses a certain way. Like my class, we wear a lot of sweats in my class. Um, well, and, they, ha- they do have a dress yeah. code. There, there's um, guidelines. on Like you can't have oh, offensive yeah. words on your shirts. And, yeah. You, there has to be coverage going on. But each class has a certain... You can't show up in, like, a bikini. No. But each class has a, has a certain style of clothing that they wear. Oh, interesting. Class as in classroom or class as like in... Like a co Like, each little co- cohort has their own little style. Because, like, even your, your grade... So, you're the class of 27. So, all the sixth mm-hmm. graders, you guys are broken into little cohorts, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, there's one class where you just wear... One class, it's uh, um, one the ELA cohort where they start in the ELA class. Um, they wear a lot of like t-shirts and jeans. My class wears a lot of sweats. There's another class where they like dress kind of like more uh, fancy-ish. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know how to say it. Better. A little preppier. Yeah, and um, there is. Bunch, and we're still talking yeah. sixth graders here, right? Yes. Okay. And, like, everybody has their own style, and some don't go with, like, but the, some don't go with that, but, like, the majority wears a certain style in that class. And Do you like being able to express yourself, and even though everyone kind of conforms, it sounds like, yeah. at least the, the majority conform within the cohort, you are free to do your own thing? Yes. You enjoy that? Yes. When you were at the school in, uh... The, the Catholic school where you had to wear uniforms, did you find that everyone pretty much went with the flow or everyone was trying desperately to find a way to be unique within the uniform? Everybody kind of tried to find a way to be unique because, like, some... There was a girl in my class at... I'll have to bloop that up. Okay, okay, but she would buy fake nail... Fake acrylic nails so that... Because that in, that were her style because she thought that because painted nails weren't really against the dress code, she could buy those and they would ex- they it would help her express herself kind of. Were they allowed? For like a week, oh, and then yeah. she had to get rid of them. What other ways were kids trying to find ways within the dress code with the uniforms and you know the plaid and the navy blue and the white and the 
polos with a little embroidery on them to try to express themselves when there was not a lot of wiggle room to do so. Some um, some more of my friends, they did um, certain styles of hair, and then they used certain um, hair accessories. like <laughs> Yeah, you used to. You used yeah. to have that big pink flower, and you also had the, yeah. the blue headband with the yellow flower. Yeah, and then, but they were, um, a couple of them wore like high ponytails with big scrunchies tied around them, or... Um, a lot of the boys would wear would they would wear sweatshirts and take them off when they had to leave the classroom because they weren't allowed outside of the classroom, and they just said it was okay if you wore it in the classroom. Sometimes they wore their teams like the their their uh, schools teams like jerseys like they would wear their football jerseys if they had one, their uh, soccer their uh, basketball jerseys on top of their uniform because they like sports. I remember going back to school shopping with you for several years, and there was a lot of time and thought that went into one particular accessory so that you could be unique. What it, was that? Uh, the shoes. Your shoe game was strong. Yes. You know, when I went there and I was in school, um, there wasn't a lot that went into it in elementary school, but it started happening in middle school. We kept trying to find more and more ways because we had the same guidelines. Actually, ours were stricter. Mm-hmm. And by the time we got to high school, it was, you know, we were doing anything we could to be unique. Like I always had wore long sleeve shirts with the sleeves rolled up. Even if it was shorts were permitted, there's certain months where shorts are permitted. Yeah, I didn't like that. I always wore a long sleeve shirt and then rolled up my sleeves. Mm-hmm. I always had a white t-shirt underneath and then I would unbutton the maximum number of shirt or buttons unbuttoned on my button down shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what some of the boys did too. And it was... Um, that was my style. So I'm always wore short sleeve shirts. Yeah. And everyone was mixing and matching. And once they started, we had a principal who was relaxing on hair guidelines because we were supposed to have sideburns above mid ear. Then things got really crazy. We had one guy that had mutton chop sideburns. Yeah. He looked like. You like know, Prince Hans? Yes. I was thinking more like. Han Solo? No. But I was thinking more of like presidential. Like Chester Arthur or... I don't know. Really? You need to do some more U.S. history, kid. <laughs> but we did We did what we had to do. Yeah. In terms of uh, school size, so how big How big was your entire class, your class of 27, over at the other school? Small. Small. Well, you had, what, 15 in your class, so probably about 15 in the other class, so roughly 30 kids mm-hmm. in the entire class of 27. 30 or 31, yeah. Which still made you bigger than some of the graduating classes because I think last year they graduated like 14 or 18 mm. kids. It was super small. Yeah. I mean, my graduating class was right around in the ter- territory of their entire high school now. Mm. How big is your current class of 27 at your school? Like the entire grade? Yeah. Uh, Do you know? Like 200 kids. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. Let's do some quick dad math, okay? Well, well, well my yeah. math teacher says she has 100 kids. Yeah. Okay. So I know the high school is right around 1,000 students. Yeah. Okay, divide that in four. What's one quarter of 1,000? Mm, 250. Awesome. So if we go with that, 250 uh, per grade. Mm-hmm. Roughly. And roughly 50% are boys and 50% are girls. So it's half a 250. Uh, 125. 
So roughly a good estimate would be that your class is about 250 students with 125 of them, roughly speaking, girls. Yeah. Quick estimate. There are more girls in my class than boys, and I'm very happy about that. Well, okay, okay. But... In general, there's usually it's usually about 50-50, but it, some years there's more girls, some years there's more boys. You're probably somewhere, realistically, you're probably somewhere between 200 and 250 students in the class of 27 at your current school with roughly half of them being girls. Yeah. Okay. It probably feels like there's more girls. You might be right that there's more girls, but for a quick estimate for the purpose of the podcast, you've got a class of about 250 students with about 125 girls. Mm -hmm. So with this rough estimate of 125 girls, how does that feel different from the other school? How many girls did you have in your class of 30, you know, your combined grade level of 30 kids? How many of them were girls? 11. Wow. What was it like uh, when you went to a school with 11 girls in your grade level? It was weird because... um... There you, we used to sit at a table before the girls got their own table. Um, but, like, some girls would sit at their own table. Uh, half the girls would sit at their own table. The other half would sit at... The, half girls would sit at a table. The other half would sit at a table. And then the tables were divided in two so they could fold them up when they wanted to clean. The other half of the table was always cram-packed full of boys. And, uh... Okay. Yeah. But we get... There's not, there weren't, there were a few girls and a whole bunch of boys. So if, yeah, you have, they, if they have you separately, the boys had to squeeze together. Yeah. Obviously pre COVID times. But what was it like um, in terms of interactions between the girls and friendships and everything else and trying to pick what game you played on the playground and all that when you only have 11 girls at recess in your grade? It's kind of boring because, uh, not only you have there there used to be a super fun game that we'd always want to play but the person who had playground duty forbid it wait 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 i don't care about the playground supervisor in elementary school okay you have 11 girls yeah and you guys want to you all want to do an activity together and go play together how does that work when you only have 11 girls did you find that, was there tension, or everyone tried to get along, or how, how's that, you know, did everybody want to do the same thing? No. What was that like? Um, some girls would, they would go off and do their own thing, because they didn't want to be around us. Some... Well, wait a minute, so some break out, so you already had 11 to begin with, and some yeah. just took off and did their own thing, so let's say, like... like four, le- four went and did their own thing. Okay, um. that takes you... <laughs> So then we had seven. So now you're down to seven girls. Um, sometimes there are like little mini fights, and the per the person who is mad at them were the, the little like fi- little fist fights or a little just squabble arguments. Squabble arguments. Okay. Um, were they over like serious things or was it just stupid because so and so doesn't want to play my game kind of thing? It's stupid because like now it's starting to sound like adult hockey league. Um, it was stupid because, like, maybe, like, you didn't partner up with them for, like, uh, a math project or something, and they were offended because you didn't want to be around them for that project. But the teacher said work with somebody else, but all, but um, a lot of people worked with, like, people they knew because they're, it's small. When you only have 11 girls, and there's def- obviously a clear effort being made by the faculty to 
pair girls together into groups and same pair boys together. What's it like? Because it's not like you can just say, I don't like this person. I'm just going to steer clear of them. There's no avoiding them. You're, yeah. you're pretty much around them all the time, right? Yeah. So how did that change the way you acted in terms of social interaction? I mean, you get what I'm saying by social interaction? Yeah. Okay. How did that change how you all had to learn to act? You had to kind of, uh, if you did, if two people didn't get along, but the teachers were forcing them, you kind of had to, had to have, like, show fake emotion, kind of, and act like you were getting along, but really you aren't. Interesting. Uh, now, because once... Uh, we had, to, we were, uh, we, I sat by a person I didn't really like, and she said, you're sitting by this person until you get along, or I move them away because of something. How far could they move? There was only 15 kids in the class. There's only so many combinations you can create the there. The front or the back of the class. Yeah. <laughs> you're still by them. Yeah, they true. aren't very big classrooms either. No, they weren't. Your new school, though, with the rough dad estimate of 125 girls, yeah. just in your grade, Yeah. plus there's two other grades. With that many girls, mm-hmm. how's that changed the whole dynamic and the way you behave and the way you act and all that? It's kind. It's easier because you can steer. Because um, a lot of the girls have formed little groups. That's like ten-ish, maybe. And you and because there's benches outside, like sometimes they'll stand around by like a light pole and hang out and do random stuff. Sometimes they'll sit on a bench and talk about stuff. Is this like before after school or during lunch or what? This is during lunch because we get to go outside during lunch. Nice. A yeah. little fresh air. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get to, if you're part of a group, you go hang out with your group. Um, if you're not, you get, but you want to hang out with a certain friend, you go find the friend or you go and hang out with your friend who's in a group and you kind of get uh, morphed into that group and it's fun. You get to learn about more, more pe- what people like. Okay. Yeah. And if there's like four kids, four girls you don't get along with, do you have to hang out with them or there's not enough to have a cohesive group? No. Obviously not. Mm. Not with that many. No. Do you get along with every girl in your grade at your new school? No. Do you like to hang out with every girl in your grade at your new school? No. Every single one? Oh. So what do you do? I go find the, the people I like to hang out with, and I hang out with them. Because there's plenty of other and options. And I ignore the other people. There you go. You're not mean to them, right? No. You shouldn't be mean to them. But it's just ignore them and do your own thing. You yeah. do you. Yeah. Do you like that, that change in dynamic now where you don't have to go around being fake to people? You can just go, you know, peace out, do your thing. I'm heading over here with my buds. Yes. Or as I like to call your friends, your girl gang. Yeah. Do you want to expand upon any of that? How much, I mean, clearly you like it. Yeah. Um, I know you miss your friends at the other school, but there's also some people you don't miss from the other school. We're not naming names. Yeah. But uh, do you like this change? The fact that kind of it's almost freedom, isn't it? Freedom to just be you, right? Yes. Um, I don't know what else to say other than it's awesome. It's fun. Okay. Cool. Well. <laughs> In middle school, there's always a lot of drama, and I don't just mean I don't even, I don't mean just the theater group. No, there, I know what you're talking drama, about. There's drama, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
and there's always something going on and there's the, con- yeah. you know, the, uh, the scandal of the day. Like I think a few months ago we, you were telling me about, um, some boys got caught vaping in the bathroom. Oh yeah. I mean, which I guess back in, some back in my like- day, the big scandal was smoking in the bathroom, but I guess this is 2021 and you all don't smoke. You vape. Some boys get caught fighting in the hall. Like they'll kick each other and they'll like slap each other in the face. And oh my. Two people I from my class have got quite caught, caught doing that twice during transition time. Anybody get in trouble, I don't know, recently with uh, any like um yes. Inappropriate well, <laughs> inappropriate behavior, not allowed behavior. Yes. Uh we would also say maladaptive behavior. What? What are some of the recent kind of things that have popped up in middle school? And again, if you say their name, I'm bleeping it up to okay. protect their identity. Uh, so if you could try to describe it in such a way so we know what happened without revealing the identity of the minor in question. So there's a girl in percussion. Okay. Now, wait. Please tell me there's more than two girls in percussion. There is only like two. There is only three boys in percussion. The and, percussion you, and percussion's a big group? Percussion cool. I'm just like asking because we don't want to be too revealing on who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Um And, uh... She, uh, one, a couple, like, yesterday, she brought her Switch into class, and while... We're talking about, like, the Nintendo Switch video game system? Yes. We're not talking about, like, she whipped out a Switchblade knife. No. Wanted the rumble. No. There's, um, there's, there's jokes there that are going way over your head. Okay. Okay. Um, and she, while... At some the, point, your, your aunts will show you West Side Story. Okay. And but while she, the teacher was working with the other groups, she would she had her switch propped up on her stand. <laughs> Your music <laughs> stand. Yeah, but it's it not was, exactly it concealed. It was it was hit. It was in the middle of the stand so that it w- couldn't be seen by anyone other than the people in percussion. Ne- yeah, or the person next to her. Um, and were you next to her? I was behind her so I could see everything. What game was she playing? Uh, I think it was Splatoon or something. It was what? Splatoon. Splatoon. It's the little squid game that likes. I don't know. I don't play Switch. Okay. Occasionally I play Mario Kart with you guys. And Smash. I haven't played Smash Brothers with you guys yet. You need to do that. Yeah. Your mom does. Yeah. Anyway. So she's playing uh, the little squid game. Yeah. In band. She has um, her two controllers under her sweatshirt pocket, and she's using... Is she wearing, like, a hoodie with, like, yeah, the one pocket a... that goes all the way through? Yes. Um, she ha- And she has them, and she keeps turning it on and connecting her controllers and playing, and she keeps... Nobody noticed that she was not playing percussion? Or is uh, it just because there's, does... so there's so many drummers back there that no one noticed that one wasn't making noise? No, she kept doing this every time, like, there was a break, and they would work with, and the teacher would work with, like, the clarinets or the well, saxophones. It, you are a sixth grader, so sixth grade clarinets are super squeaky. Not really. Not really anymore? Our class is above other sixth grade classes, and he says that. Okay. And he says that... All like, right, let's get back to Switch trip. Girl, okay? Um, And she keeps playing, and me and my friend see this. And, my friend and I. Yeah, my friend and I keep saying see this and we're like what do we do when do we go tell because we're going kind of fast paced um so what were you guys playing uh we were playing star splitter which is what a song about star splitting 
and ending the universe or something. Does it have some big bass drum parts and some big cymbals? Crashes. Yeah, it has cymbals, it has a triangle, it has bass drum, it has Wait, a snare drum. I'm sorry, it has a triangle? Like, I'm yeah. thinking, big, yeah. boom, crashes, <laughs> all this stuff, and you're like, it has a little triangle in there? Yeah, there's a kid with a little triangle, and he oh plays it. That's like um, saying we're going to have all the big brass playing loud parts, and there's a piccolo. <laughs> um, Does there a cowbell? Uh, no, we don't. We haven't used the cowbell yet. Okay. Um, but there's Are a- you playing this at the spring concert? Yeah, we are. Cool. Are you, We're along playing with... this before Avengers. All right, because you're doing the Avengers theme too. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm on the to that. I'm on the bells for snare for uh, Star Splitter, but I'm on the bass drum for Avengers, and I get to hit it really loud, and it scares the entire band, and I like it, <laughs> and it's fun. I'm glad that concert's gonna be outside when uh, the rest of the band poops themselves. <laughs> no, they got used to it. Okay. I gotta scare the parents this time. Well, there you go. Okay, <laughs> so she's playing Switch. She's got it on her music stand. She's got yeah. the controller in her hoodie. Um, she has her stick. So if you um, so on like a like a xylophone, you know how there's like little slits between each little key. Yeah. She has her sticks tucked in between each. Is that what she was playing with xylophone? Yeah, she was playing on a little tiny xylophone. She had her sticks in the little slits because she does that a lot. Um, and we, me and my, my friend and I were like, when do we go tell? So the teacher said, pack up. And we rushed up there and we said, uh, hey, I want to, and we said, hey, I wanted you to know that this person is playing, has been playing on Switch the entire class. So he, she, he said, uh, the person's name and said, give me the Switch and go to the office. And she started screaming, no, I cannot do that. I will not get in trouble with my mom. <laughs> I got news for you. You're getting in trouble with your <laughs> mom. Um, so he said, give me the game. So he said, go to the office and give me the game. And she, she said, fine, I'll go to the office. I won't ever do it again. And he kept saying, give me the game too. And she said, no, I will not give you the game. And he said, give me the game and go to the office or I'm not. Or I'm going to call them and come and get you and make, and, and make you hand over the switch to me. So... Um, and we didn't see her at all today until it was time for band, so we were really confused where she was. But um, but she was at band? She was at band today. Was there any fallout from the fact that you and your uh, your buddy uh, told on her? Does she know that you guys were the ones that told? Uh, she, she knew that we wanted to go up there and speak to him privately. I think... I'm, she figured that... I mean, she probably she figured it out. She might have, because she doesn't really like me. Um, How could she not like you? Everybody loves yeah. you. She just doesn't like me because um, there's a poster right next to her, and I like to look at the poster, and she keeps thinking I'm staring at her. But I'm looking at the poster because I just like the poster. What, what is so amazing about this poster that you're creeping out this girl and uh, giving her a complex? It's, it has a bunch of colors on it, and it has like a really motivational quote on it. What's the quote? Uh, it's like... If- wait, wait. You've been staring at this poster all year, and you're just telling me it's like something. Yeah. Like um, you should have it memorized by now. It says, "It says whether you think you can or you can't, you're right." And I like, well, that, I like. That's very true. I like it because it has a bunch of colors, and it's like drawn in a way that they're swirling around, and it has like two percussion sticks on it, uh, on and on it, and I like it. And I keep looking do at you, it. What about the qu- actual quote? Do you like or nothing? I just 
Um, I like the quote because um, it's true, and um, I use it. Okay. Um, but she doesn't like me for that reason. Um, what? Jeez, I wouldn't be real and, fond of like this one crazy redhead girl that's brand new is staring at me all day. No. It's and like she asked me, "Why are you staring at me?" And I said, "I'm looking at the poster." Um, I don't know if she believes me, but I but probably I am, not. I am staring at the poster. Um. Well, if she ever stumbles stumbles upon this podcast, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Highly um, unlikely. Yes. Um. But, um... Okay, so she clearly got in trouble. Yes. But she was there today. Yeah. She there was. wasn't, like, some sort of girl fight going on. But no. there's some tension going on. Yeah. But the thing is, you is, it's not like... But because all, we It's not like the handful of girls either have to side with yeah. Kid One or this other girl. Yeah. Because... And that's why you had a lot of times growing up... Yeah. In elementary there school, an uh, like, uh, argument would break out between two girls in the entire in the entire grade, and, and like all of you would friend, have had to pick a side, right? Well, that not only that, um, my friend would always go like, "I'm kid number one's lawyer," and some. Oh and, my god! This actually this, went down. Yeah, this actually would happen, and she and the other girl's friend would be like, "I'm this person's lawyer," and like. Uh, we wouldn't talk, and the lawyers would go back and forth talking to the other person. Fighting on we, your behalf? Yeah, until we figured it out. And then we still didn't really, like, we still didn't really show sympathy for the other po- person at all. Were, was everybody else the jury? Yeah! Because <laughs> they all did, we did this in the gym or on the playground, and they just stood in a line and watched them go back and forth. And then every so often they would the uh lawyers would explain what was going down and then eventually they'd say who wins the argument and then nobody always like and they would be like all in favor of kid number one raise your hand and people would raise their hand and all in favor of this person raise your hand and people would raise their hand and whoever had the most like won and it was and then after that we were like okay whatever Oh, so with all that though, say there was an argument that was not settled during legal proceedings in recess. Yes. Did you ever feel like the 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 group of eleven was getting torn in half or being pushed or pulled in a certain direction because two of the girls were having an argument or yes. having a disagreement for a few weeks? Yeah. And everybody was having to choose sides. Like, how often did something like that go down? Once a month. Oh, my. Yeah. All right. And so when you go to your new school and percussionists aren't getting along because one likes staring at a poster and the other one doesn't like being having looks in her general direction. It's like every so often she'll ask me, why are you staring at me? It's like maybe like every once every two months she'll ask me, why are you staring at me so much? And I say, I'm looking at the poster because I like the poster. And she just like, okay. All right. I like the poster too. <laughs> cool. Um, what other what other uh, dramas going on in sixth grade? There's something that happened today. What happened today? Okay, so there's these two boys, and they're really good friends. And like when we went virtual a couple weeks ago, uh, one boy invited his friend over to his house because his friend lives in the country, 
uh, and has and had that and that. So they like had like a disco party in this guy's room while they were on online class, and it really confused everybody what was ha- about what was happening in that room. But anyway, today in math class, they started making little bird chirps, and um, the window was uh, it wasn't open, but it's. It's like one of those windows where you can hear what's happening outside. So it's really kind of thin glass. Yes. It's not soundproof. Uh, okay. But there weren't really that many birds outside, except for when we were in time today. Um, which, uh, that was actually kind of funny, because there was a big fat bird, and it was like dancing on the tree, and it was funny. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway. The, Advance the story. These boys are making bird chirps. And everybody knows it's them because they do stuff like this all the time. And the teacher said, teacher says, are there birds outside uh, trying fighting or are people making burn noises? And Bird noises. Yeah. It sounded like you said burn noises. <laughs> and they continue to make bird chirps. And she says, my tolerance is high, but this is not high enough. And then they start making duck noises. <laughs> And it's really funny, but some people were really confused, and they were like, "What's happening? Where are these duck? Where are these duck noises coming from?" And as soon as they said that, they went back to making little bird noises, and then suddenly they started making bear noises, <laughs> and we were all confused. And um, um, what class was this? Math. Okay. Math is very chaotic. Clearly. It's always chaotic like this, and it's fun in math. I like math. Because of math or because it's just math chaos? Because I get to learn something in math, which I, um, I, haven't, I haven't really done that much for the past year, in the past year, and because it's chaotic and fun. Okay. But is it controlled chaos or is it just chaos it's chaos? controlled chaos, kind of. Okay. But um, the teacher was walking around, and then this, a girl gets up, and she starts walking around, and she goes over to the boy, and he stares at her, and then the bird noise is happening, and she points at him and goes, you're doing it, who else is doing it? <laughs> um, and uh, the other person starts making a bunch of bird noises, and, the, and everybody looks at him, and he's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> and then also in math, every single day, there's these two people who sit next to each other in the back row. They don't, they get along, but they don't get along. Wait, wait, wait. The bird noise and bear noise, duck noise yeah. thing. You got to give me the resolution on the story. Oh, yeah. So you have um, a girl who basically outed the two. What happened? Don't leave me in suspense. Don't go okay. to the next story yet. Uh, what happened was um, the te- uh, we had a math quiz today, also later, and they got done first. And we were, me and the boys were the first people done. So they started making quiet little bird noises, and the teacher. So to be respectful of those still working. Yes. <laughs> the teacher doesn't like that though. So she. You said, think? I bet you everybody still working didn't enjoy it either. So she said, "Person A, per, I'm not gonna say their names, but she said, "Person A and Person B, shut up, or you're going to the office." And that shut them up. And yeah. How often did kids actually get sent to the office in your current school? Uh, in your classes, in your direct, your experience or what you've directly observed? Not that often. Have you been sent? No. You telling me the truth? I only, I only, 
I guess I probably know if you had been sent. I went a couple times because I... Wait, wait, what? I went a couple times because I wanted to ask questions. Oh, not from misbehaving. once I left my lunchbox at home, so I wanted to call home. Once I wore PJs to school on the wrong day, so I asked (laughs) if I could call home, and then they they told me, it looks like tie-dye sweatpants, so I wore them anyway. Okay. Uh... Yeah, but that's different. That that's it. going to the office for like if I don't feel good or something and yeah. make a phone call. Not because kid one, you're misbehaving. We're gonna write no, you up and no, you're gonna go to the no, principal's office no. and your parents will have to come pick you up and no, get yelled at. That never at. happens. That never happens. Yeah. All right. Now you wanted to move on. Oh wait. So that story though, they were just told to shut up and they were going to the office. Did they finally knock it off? Yes. Okay. Good story. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Next story you wanted to jump into. Okay, so these two people, so there's a girl and a boy, and they sit next to each other, and they don't, they get, they can talk to each other. They just don't talk to each other. Um, they have many little squabbles every single math session at the beginning of math, uh, because at the beginning of math, we have it's to... It's always em- in math class, isn't it? Because math class is when we get to be chaotic and fun. Because <laughs> the teacher is laid back. They back and it allows this to happen. Whereas the other class, like in science class, the teacher is very strict and she wants to. She's not strict, strict. She, she just, has tighter control. Yes. In ELA class, even though what you, is ELA? English language arts. So English class. Yes. For uh, all she, the old people listening to this who are over the age of. 12. Even though she's like the teacher likes to live life with the party, like she lets us sit on her desk or under her desk or whatever. When we sometimes, uh, she doesn't really like it when we're disrupting disrupting her. And in social studies class, he gives us like one minute to write in our agenda, and then he's like, "Okay, okay. let's get started." Okay, okay, okay. Get back to the story in math class. Anyway, in math, so uh, they had a fight today because uh, he calls her the the girl is very tall. Okay. Uh, What's very tall for a sixth grader? Uh, she's like six foot. What? Already? Well, no, she's like five foot tw- eleven. Were you gonna say five foot twelve? That's six <laughs> feet. Uh, and the guy, he's like he he actually is six foot because he he's big. You got six footers in sixth grade? No, they're not six. They're five. No, uh, he's five. How foot. tall are you? I'm like I don't know. I don't know. We probably should like. Have you lined no, up against the wall? We'll measure I'm you off like four. I'm like four foot eight. I'm me and my friend are four foot eight. Um, he's like my friend and I. Oh yeah, my friend. No, she is uh four foot eleven. He is like five foot one. They're very tall. Um, four foot thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, the the uh, um and the guy um blames his height on his obsession of milk. Um. Mm, yeah, that doesn't pan out. Anyway, anyway, uh, so they're yelling at each other. So the tall girl and the short boy. So he's not or, short. He's fine. Tall. Well, so, he's taller than you, but um, all right. The vertically gifted uh, <laughs> girl and the vertically challenged boy <laughs> are having an, a disagreement loudly in math class, so, which somehow can be overheard on top of all the other noise in math class. This way, they stopped making bird noises so that they could listen to the fight. Okay. Um, but Continue he was calling her, we, he calls her the great, the top, the great talkative wall of China. 
Um, because she's a very talkative person, and she's yeah, but she's tall, not wide, right? Well, if we stu- in she, she if so she laid down, she laid yeah. Um, and yeah. sounds like she should be a goalie. She is. If anything, you're a wall. Uh, she um, she plays she plays basketball, and she doesn't like hockey. It doesn't matter. You don't need more competition. Okay, um, but she she fired back at him and said, "Oh yeah, then you're then you're milkman <laughs> milk." You're like he. She said something like "big chungus" or "milkman" or something like that, and so okay. What? So there are two parts. So there are two stories that happen next. The first one is she dropped. So the boy said that she dropped her eraser and he picked it up and gave it back to her, but somehow it. But when she dropped it, it broke, um, because the erasable part broke what off from I- the foam part. What kind of cheap eraser was it that it broke by it falling on the floor? It was a cheap little... It, it, people have been breaking that. Uh, this was the one that was semi-broken anyway. Okay, be, anyway. Um, Her version of the story was uh, she dropped it, he picked it up, r- ripped it, and chucked it at her. <laughs> Clearly the teacher wasn't paying attention. She was grading and looking at right. our answers for the question okay. of the day. Okay, so what happened next? So they're arguing over who, how, how this all went down. So she said, um, she said... Were there any witnesses to any of this? Uh, nobody knew what happened because they were on the floor. Okay. And everybody was like, everybody was trying to watch, but nobody could actually see what happened because they were on the floor. Um, that well. So, the teacher said, um, to the guy, don't touch other people's stuff, sit in your chair and be quiet. And she said to the girl... Give me the broken eraser or throw it in the trash um, and sit down and stop talking because she interrupts a lot um, and she has to tell her this every single day. But And was that the end of it? No, at the end of class, um, the guy stood up and went over to her and said, Great talkative wall of China. I want you to, um, I want you to move to the other side of class, a.k.a. China. And she said, well, you know what? Maybe you should move into the back corner because um because you annoy me so much and that way if I'm if I'm the Great Wall of China, I can run into you and have to squish you. Okay. It it was weird. How would it have been a better way to resolve the conflict? Some obviously the tension is still going to exist going yeah. forward. Is the do you, um, the do you think the eraser argument unto just the eraser argument is over with? No. They and get clearly, a fight for random stuff all the time. Okay. So, I mean, obviously they'll find something new to fight about. Yes. What would have been a better way to resolve this situation? Just sit and be quiet. They also got um, politely kind of yelled at, at it, after we were done taking our test because they decided to read um, and they didn't know that class had restarted again because we started taking notes right after our homework. Have you gotten in any fights with anybody in math class? No. Okay, how about the other classes? Yes. What class are you getting in fights with people in? Uh, well, no, not really. Um, squabbles? Oh, yes, well, Where yes. are you having squabbles at? In art class yesterday, uh, people started talking about, like, hot dogs, and they said hot, and but they were calling them glizzies. Um, calling them what? Glizzies. What? Uh, okay. I don't know why, but they started... I used to work at a hot dog vending stand, and we never called them Lizzie's. No, Glizzy's. Glizzy's? Yeah. Well, we didn't call them that either. 
And they they were and called I asked, wieners and, asked, and red hots yeah. and tube steaks and all I sorts asked of stuff. The girl, what is a glizzy? And she said, it's a glizzy. And um, the boy who's next to me said, it's a hot dog. And I asked her, so a hot dog. It's now called a glizzy. And she said, it's a glizzy. And I said, what is it? A hot dog? And she said, it's a glizzy. And I was very. Confused. And how did you resolve this whole thing? Um. I didn't talk to her for the rest of the class. Is it one of your friends or just a classmate? Kind of a friend. Okay. All right. Well, overall, though, do you think the change in schools was a good move? Yes. Are you having fun? Yes. Are you learning things? Yes. Uh, do you feel that you were welcomed and embraced by the student body at the new school? Yeah. Uh, do you have plenty of friends at the new school? Yes. Would you want to transfer back to the old school? No, I want my friends to come to my school. That's true. She's done. Um, but overall, this was a good decision, and this is the better learning environment for you. Yes. Even with all the chaos in math class. Yeah. I'm assuming next year it'll be different because you have a different math teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hate to tell you, though, but there's this, well, you won't always be in math class, and things won't always be super crazy. There's all sorts of drama and things that go on. And anytime you have people, you have different group dynamics and you got to work through it. Yeah. Do you think you're learning good social skills and how to deal with people who do get along and don't get along and you have to do work and someone's over in the corner fighting and all sorts of stupid stuff? And yeah. Yes. Yes. I was very tired this morning. Well, yeah. Everybody in our family is tired this morning. We were up late last night. I had to finish a project. I'm you like, mentioned that already. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's wrap this up so we can have dinner. And then you got to check window and then you can get to sleep at a reasonable hour tonight. Okay. Okay. But before we go, we need to give a shout out to the latest set of champions for the Red Arrow Challenge. Red Arrow Challenge being our weekly multi-sport competition, really like no other. Uh, you've got a variety of different activities to engage in and plus composite points. And we've brought it broken out by age group. And each week we give a shout out to those champions. For the most recent week, which was April 5th through April 11th, which for our kids was also spring break. Swimming. Not a lot of this yet, but 20 to 29 was Gator Boy and 60 to 69 Kilogram Ill. Running. Nine and under Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19 Lucky Dude, 20 to 29 Lexi, 30 to 39 The Logan, 40 to 49 Coffee Dude, 50 to 59 Johnny B. Good. No one older than that. And for our featured members, me. Walking. 9 and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Lucky Dude, 20 to 29, Smytha, 30 to 39, SB, Nikki, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Teddy, 68, 60 to 69, Sunny D, and our featured members, me. Biking on road. Uh, nothing on our youth groups yet, but 20 to 29, Husky Mike, that's Husky with an I, 30 to 39, Cyclopath, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Trek Tim, and that's Trek with a K, like the bike company. And 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill. Featured members, me. Biking off-road. Starting to see more of this starting to come in as things thaw out and warm up. 20 to 29, Husky Mike. 30 to 39, Dirt Devil. 40 to 49, a new member, 906 Laker. Nobody older than that, and I didn't go off-road. Sit-down paddling. 20 to 29, H. Kaner 305. Nobody in the 30 to 39 year old category, but 40 to 49, our champion was Rando 7. Stand up paddling. 
20 to 29, Gator Boy, 30 to 39, Me West, 40 to 49, Coffee Dude, 50 to 59, Mary Mary, 60 to 69, Sunny D. Cross country skiing. Well, clearly the snow is all melting, and yeah. uh, we we do have our usual, what we assume are the Nordic Trek crew, but only one of them turned in his stuff this week. So 40 to 49, our champion is El Tiburon 95. Skating. 30 to 39, Benny, 40 to 49, Great Juan, 50 to 59, G. Smith, 60 to 69, MRH313, and that's it. Hockey. Not a lot of youth hockey going on, so we had nothing for nine and under. 10 to 19, Soleil, 20 to 29, Husky Mike, 30 to 39, Wildcat, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Herb, 60 to 69, Pac Mac, featured members, me. Points. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Lucky Dude, 20 to 29, Husky Mike, 30 to 39, Wildcat, 40 to 49, Coffee Dude, 50 to 59, Trek Tim. Trek Tim went nuts. Peddling all over the place. 60 to 69, Kilogram Mill, and for our featured members, I beat your mother. <laughs> yeah. So that's all we got for this week. We'll have a new episode next week with exciting stuff. Your mom should be back. But thank you for filling in this week. You're welcome. Can we do it again sometime? We will will definitely revisit middle school at some point and tie it into some other things, too. But this was a good impromptu uh, fill-in episode. Hopefully people found it entertaining. Maybe they can tie it into and see how crazy and some of the things that go on in their office space or their different social networks and clubs and whatnot kind of the how ridiculous it is amongst adults because it very much mirrors what's going on with children yes. adolescents <laughs> middle schoolers and that kind of drama yet at somehow even at 11 years old you're finding positive ways to cope and respond and adjust and learn those social dynamics and maybe they can take a lesson from that too mm-hmm. i don't know that's way psychology deep stuff but whatever it's fun having you on. We'll have other yeah. episodes coming up, too, that you can come back, especially as we move into summer. Okay. But for now, thank you for listening to this episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. We drop new episodes every week, usually almost every week, uh, on Mondays. And for now, go back. If you enjoy this, go back, listen to the other ones. But let's go make dinner. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.